my joke on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this... everyone and welcome to Fort Weird. Today I have a special guest. Taryn's not here. I have the best sister-in-law in the world, Jensen. The, the only sister-in-law. <laughs> that That's you why know. you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> See? It, I don't have much or any competition, but I am That's the true. best if <laughs> I do say so myself. Exactly. Well, now that you are here, how are you nervous? A little bit, I guess. A little nervous? Yeah, sure. I think a lot of people are when the first time doing this. <laughs> How often do you listen to the podcast? I listen to the first 20 episodes and then I stopped because I'm addicted to the My Favorite Murder podcast and uh, I'm just trying to catch up. Yeah. So once I get caught up. I will come on That's back. Good. That's okay. I have had a lot of audio issues recently. <laughs> so hopefully this one will be fine. Um, I did. I constantly think back to the Gary Demon House. Yeah. And thinking about a child crawling up the walls oh, plagues yeah. my mind quite a bit. And I listened to it on my way to work one day. Um, it was one of my longer hauls. Oh, and yeah. so I was in the car. It's like 6 a.m. and dark oh. and in the middle of nowhere. It's not a good one to listen to. <laughs> oh, it hurt. It hurt when I got to work and I was like very jumpy and just like, oh, God, demon that, children. That's a Ugh. scary one, especially no. because other people saw it, like reputable yeah. people. That's that's the scariest <laughs> part is like. That's one of my biggest fears is becoming possessed. Oh. Like, I mean, I think about it more than I should. (laughs) I have anxiety. I worry about things that I can't control. And that's a big one. Well, that yeah. And that would be 100% out of your control, (laughs) unfortunately. But, you know, I feel like not that many people get possessed. I think you're okay. We got sage. There we go. That's all you need is some sage. Yeah. Lots of sage. (laughs) So before we really get started on the subject, I have one more question so people can get to know you on the Fort Weird. Have you ever experienced anything paranormal? Yes. So my house growing up, um, my parents still live there. We moved in when I was, I want to say six years old. No, I was four, I believe. 1994, I want to say. And so growing up, every kid's afraid of the dark, and I never really had any issues. But my brother, Tyler, liked to (laughs) tell me, like, oh, yeah, like, last night the light was shining in from the street light and it stopped in the middle of the room like somebody was there i was just like shut up tyler he's told me that story before it's terrifying (laughs) um and another one that scared the crap out of me that had zero supernatural um was my room was being painted and i was sleeping in his room because he had bunk beds that were taken apart 
So I went to the bathroom at night and I come back and he screamed, fuck. (laughs) And it scared the ever living shit out of me. And I was like, Tyler, what is going on? And that's when we figured out that Tyler screams profanities in his sleep. (laughs) And I told my dad about it. And he was like, yeah, he absolutely does scream profanities in his sleep. So I, I just, it's, scared the crap out of me but so we always made these jokes about like okay the house is haunted the house is haunted yeah. so back in the good old days where we had a desktop computer um miss that i was home on a friday night by myself because i always was our house is on like this curb so sometimes you can um you would see the headlights of a car going around the corner and it was shining into the kitchen which is where we had our desk and but usually could tell if it was a car i was by myself back to the window and i saw a reflection on my screen of someone walking behind me oh no and i just paused i looked behind me there was no car and i go okay this is this is it no didn't do anything to me, nothing, no issues. And then I brought it up to my dad and he goes, yeah, I've seen somebody in the hallway. Um, it's a woman dressed in colonial clothing. She just stands there. Seen it several times because my dad gets up. He used to get up at like 1230, 1.30 o'clock in the morning. I have so many goosebumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrifying. Um, he gets up really early, so he'll he's up in the middle of the night and so he's seen this woman a few times now oh no so the next occurrence that happened did not happen to me it happened to my mom she claims that she was having a hot flash i've never had a hot flash that was only part of my body as if somebody laid down on the bed next to her and laid up against her but my dad was long gone oh she's like yeah i got this weird hot flash last night on my back only and i felt the bed dip (gasps) but she just says it was a hot flash yeah i don't believe her a symptom of hot flashes is the bed dipping yeah that's usually (laughs) um it wasn't the dog no um he was Boomer tiny. Was, as, he was round, but he was only like 15 pounds. He was like, a tiny little chihuahua. He wasn't going to make it he divot was, like that. He was a fat little donut, <laughs> and he would lay by your legs. So it was not Booger. So that was my mom's experience. So a couple years ago on Christmas, I had a really hard time letting go of like not spending Christmas morning or like not spending Christmas Eve and Christmas morning at my parents. So we stayed the night there a couple of years. So I was in my old bedroom, the infamous in the middle of the room, Tyler's old bedroom that yeah. I call my bedroom because I had it, I swear, longer. <laughs> um, and our the door was cracked and it's a tough door anyways because expand moisture expanding yep. yep and they just they're bad doors and then the hallway light was on who knows why oh well, i know why because i'm afraid of the dark yeah like i do that <laughs> like you just leave that light on yeah so i wake up to 
the sound of the door creaking open. And I was like, okay, it's like my mom or my dad, like, peeking in. Booger was dead, so it wasn't Booger. David was asleep next to me. And then I saw a shadow in the hallway. Mm. And I go, um, tapped him. I was like, hey, I think the door just creaked open. And he was like, no. (laughs) He just said, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) So that was just at my parents' house. Like, um, but our apartment now, I think, has... It's got a something in there. in there. Hmm. And I don't like to talk about it when I'm there because I don't want it to know that I know about it. But then David will bring it up. And I'm like, we don't talk about it here. We'll talk about it other places. But we've heard things move. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just I, there's something there. But it could be. Apartments, I think, are always kind of hotbeds for that kind of stuff. Because, you know, people die, especially mm-hmm. in apartments. And... A lot of the times, you know, ghosts can go through walls. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Our old apartment was so much older than this apartment. Mm -hmm. And I never felt anything there. I was never uncomfortable. I I mean, we lived there the longest. And then it's like, as soon as we moved to this one, I was like, "Mm, something's not. Well, can you blame them? I feel like those are a little bit nicer apartments. So, like. I'd kind of want to go to one of those. They're like, I don't have to pay for my laundry at this one. Exactly. So, <laughs> but yeah, so not that I. I don't really want to like ruin you to come over here or anything, <laughs> but I have visitors every once in a while, but I think they're family. So yeah, that's, that's like, I've not felt, I felt more threatened at my apartment than I have at my parents' house. Hmm. But not in, like, a bad way. I just... You just don't know this ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I don't think... It doesn't know me. Yeah. And then we got Alice in there, eh. so I just... I just rather just not. Yeah. So we want to get a house anyways. All right. Can't wait to deuces get that. out. Heck Hopefully yeah. not a demon. Highly doubt it's a demon. Fingers crossed. Most of the time, I think you know pretty quickly if it is. <laughs> <laughs> I would think. <laughs> Hopefully. So. Well, yeah. Pretty sure. Either way, if you need some sage. Sage it. Yeah. And like it doesn't help that I have always been interested in these kinds of things. I don't know if like my experiences have caused me to really enjoy the oddities of life or mm. if it's just morbid curiosity, but I was that kid in school that checked out the encyclopedia of serial killers oh yeah and just hoped that people weren't like oh well she's one i was 16 i can't be a serial killer like chill but now it's more like widely accepted to like it is be into ghosts and be into serial killers and well all the we have our own communities yeah <laughs> Rylan told his uh, his teacher that I have a podcast, and she got real, like, excited about it. Like, yeah. oh, cool. What's it about? And he told her, and she's like, yeah, I'm not into that stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Sounds great. So <laughs> it, it is it is kind of a niche thing, I think. Um, unless you bring it up to someone, no one talks about it. Yeah, 100%. And even David sometimes gets tired of my 
calls it my murder podcast and he makes fun of me. Why? So, I don't know. He listens to podcasts all day long. But they're not murder podcasts. They're not murder podcasts. So, so I don't know. his are stupid. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad everyone got to know you just a little bit better. I'm a talker. That's fine. <laughs> I can also talk a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know my... You know, my brother. Oh, well. he's worse. And yeah, I'm I'm the quiet one, <laughs> if anything. Which is really funny that you are more comfortable doing this with me and he won't do it with me. Yeah, it's because he's a big vagina. He, I agree with that. Big old vagina. He's got such a nice voice. He'd be perfect at this. I mean, he talks... If he could be a professional talker. I think he would be. He would be. Absolutely. <laughs> he talks so much. He does. And I don't, I don't get it. To the point where I hate going, I don't hate going places with him because I, I voluntarily do, do it. <laughs> but then sometimes it's like, oh, geez, he found somebody he knows. Everywhere we Everywhere. go. Freaking ran into someone at Disney. Of course Who he does did. That? Of course he did. When we went down to the children's museum, he ran into somebody from the railroad oh my on God. the train. <sighs> on the train sitting in the back. <laughs> and I was like, train. what are the chances? Like, <laughs> of course you did. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, since we are 20 minutes in, we might as well start the... Uh, the actual episode. The podcast. The podcast. Unless you want to do a weird fact. Okay. I, I sometimes do weird facts. I sometimes don't. It really depends on my mood. I want a weird fact. <gasps> you have a whole book. I have five books. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is just the first one I grabbed. This one is the totally awesome book of useless information. That's fantastic. And it's got a squirrel on the cover. Yes. Did you know... That Benjamin Franklin once designed an eight dollar bill. Um, no, an eight dollar bill. Why? <laughs> Why? Because Benjamin Franklin was very eccentric and weird. Yeah, he also created his own alphabet. What? <laughs> this is—is is he considered a founding father? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because he's batshit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was a he was a crazy, crazy mofo. <laughs> okay. Well, since you guys have tuned in to this episode, you know what this is about because, well, you read it. It says it. It right says there. it. It's There's the no title. Surprises. It says the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. That's what it says. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And. And that doesn't happen often. You guys are used to Taryn, who knows nothing about the things that I talk about. <laughs> and she's merely a, comment- a commentator, and she challenges me. And I say, I don't know, Taryn. <laughs> uh, you guys are used to this. But Jensen actually did some research herself, and we're both going to do this together. Yes. So you're going to go ahead and tell us, like, the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's so freaking funny. It oh was Jensen's gosh. birthday. You forgot. I did forget. Oh, my God. You're hilarious. I was hoping he would come in soon. Oh, my gosh. That's so freaking funny. It's a bucket. It was Jensen's birthday a couple days ago. Dirty 30. And 
Tyler has been saying he wanted to get her this Annie Ann's bucket of pretzels. Because she told me if I didn't, she I was going to be dead to her. I did say that. Um, but we had discussed, like, what was going to be in the bucket. And that was a big part of it was, he was like, well, do you like the ones with the hot dogs in it? And I was like, no, that's trash. I need regular I like the hot dog ones. nuggets with cheese. <laughs> I don't want cinnamon sugar. Like, I'm sharing this, right? If you want to. You don't have to. It's your birthday. It's your world. It is my world. You no. can stay in here with us, honey. Yeah, no, but I'm 30. And share. Listen to me tell a story. Yeah. Eat some nuggets. So, in 1692, so before we were truly a nation, things, shit was happening. They were fighting with the native americans they were see here there had been a smallpox epidemic there was a long-standing rivalry with the more affluent community of salem town present-day salem which sounds like a sweet um parks and rec um reference (laughs) of yes Eagleton versus pawnee um eagleton sucks but i don't think that (laughs) Pawnee Eagleton had any witch trials. So there was a lot of things going on at the time. And people were like really looking at their neighbors sideways. And they weren't like, everyone was kind of suspect of everybody else. The minister of Salem Village, his daughter and niece, who were nine-year-old, Betty Paris and 11 year old Abigail Williams began having fits. They would like scream and have like seizure light, like just going ape shit pretty much. So they took him to the doctor. Bet you they didn't walk up walls. No. <laughs> God. That, I feel like it would have been better if they did, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I it do would think. justify a lot of the things that were happening. Absolutely. But nah, they were just uh, little white girls throwing temper tantrums. <laughs> so the doctor, William Griggs, huh. old, old Billy Griggs, diagnosed bewitchment. And then the weird thing is, is other girls in the community friends began doing the same exact thing now i'm not sure how accurate the crucible is but at the beginning of the crucible the girls go out into the forest and they dance around like naked or whatever with tichuba the slave from the caribbean and we're doing like incantations i've never seen this i don't (laughs) think that happened but let's just say that it did for funsies. Sure. Tichuba, a homeless beggar named Sarah Good, and poor old Sarah Osborne mm. accused were accused of bewitching the girls. So it's like this whole group of girls. Somehow, ex- like, having the same symptoms, but not... I From the way that it seemed is that they were kind of all doing it together. Or like playing off each other so then when like one person would do it the other person would do it that kind of stuff the witches the mm-hmm. supposed witches were brought in front 
of these two magistrates, which are like judges, right? Sure. Um, well, are not magistrates? Are they judges? Let me. Or are they like cops? I think they're like police. Probably like police, law enforcement, yeah. and or higher ups. Yeah. In this courtroom, of course, there's other people in there, and these girls really start like fancying it up like they're really just going to town on these like (laughs) they would do so to picture it though good and osborne denied their guilt uh from the accusations tichuba confessed and she said yes i am bewitching these girls sorry as this is happening word is spreading um people are getting really scared and several different people are being accused of witchcraft pretty much you didn't want to look at these girls wrong because they were going to be like that bitch a witch like and you're a witch and you're a witch and you get hung and you get hung (laughs) and all these witches get hung so there were some that confessed because they were being spared their lives if they were confessing, like, sure, I'm a witch. Does that mean I don't get my neck broken? It's like Perfect. a plea bargain. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I know I'm not a witch, but, like, obviously, in very young America, religion was huge. It was, like, their life. <laughs> it was everything. They were Puritans. So the fact that the devil were possessing ch- or these children were being you know cursed by the devil himself was Mm -hmm. huge there was 20 total people that were executed from the salem witch trials and how many people did you say 200 people were accused accused and or convicted of being witches and then so it started in January with the symptoms of the first two girls. It pretty much lasted a year. It was winter to, I think the last big round of executions was on my birthday in 1693. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, September 22nd. Six, oh, sorry. I'm for sorry. everyone who doesn't know Jensen's September- birthday. Why doesn't everybody know my birthday? <laughs> September 22nd, 1692 were the last executed people from this group, the the 20. They went in spurts. So the first one was Bridget Bishop was executed June 10th, 1692. That was the only one on that day. The rest of them were July 19th or August 19th. Except for good old Giles Corey, Mm. who was pressed to death. He's my favorite. Laid down on a bed of nails, and they were trying to get him to confess, and he refused to confess. So they put boulders on him. One by one. Until he did. 
And they do that in the crucible. They show that. And it's this uh, poor old man. This well, little old man, which I mean, I'm sure he was old. He was old. He was like in his 70s, I think. And he was a very cantankerous old man. Cantankerous. I love that. <laughs> I did just hear something that said like about the joke when like back in like the 1692s when people got married so young because they died young yeah. but it was just a high mortality rate so like there were people who lived oh, to yeah. be in their 70s there were people who lived to be in their 90s you just don't hear about that because yeah. you always hear about like the plague or you know black got death syphilis <laughs> syphilis and died yeah. syphilis and died <laughs> But anyways, but the rest of them were hung. There was two people who died in prison. There was a few who were pardoned, um, including Elizabeth Elizabeth Proctor, who was pregnant. But her husband, John Proctor, was hung on August 19th, 1692. Now, wasn't I thought Elizabeth was eventually uh, put to death after the baby was born. The baby died in prison. Yeah, I believe. Mercy, the daughter of Sarah Good. Nope, sorry, different one. She was the four-year-old. Daughter of Sarah Good. She died. Born and died in prison sometime before her mother's execution. That's terrible. It is. Um, And then John, the son of Elizabeth Proctor and John Proctor, died. They were born in prison. And then Roger Toothaker, Ooh. that sounds made up, who did this, Toothaker, Toothaker. Um, died like in- He decided one day, oh, my last name like, to be uh, Toothaker. My tooth kind of hurts. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Infant daughter of Sarah Good. Mm. Oh. Um, butt case. Butt case. This butt isn't kiss. funny. Butt case. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sh- I'm like going on and laughing at the same time. I, know. I don't it's, know how to feel. Okay, so it feels good because <laughs> this happened so long ago that you can like and laugh a little bit. But it is obviously incredibly sad. There was a lot of he said she said, but they're only believing one side of it and there was just so much going on with it. There was a minister that had warned that you shouldn't take testimony of dreams and visions because you can't you can't prove it it was cotton mather everyone should know him yes but they were like no 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 fuck that dude (laughs) like we get he's a minister but we don't believe him so we're going to continue and so as more and more people are being tried for witchcraft and being accused public opinion of these trials is starting to head towards the oh i don't think we like this anymore like how many times are we gonna go to these galas yeah and so finally people were done with it they leading justice samuel samuel seawall publicly apologized for his role in the process of these courts And so finally, this ended, and people were still obviously upset, didn't know who they could trust, but then obviously we have this infamous story of the Salem witch trials that 
you learn about in school. They wrote a book. They made a movie. You hear all kinds of different things about it. Yeah. And I know it was a really weird retelling of the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> obviously, there's a lot of information on um, the internet about it. And... Oh, so much. It's just super interesting how just a few little kids were able to spread so much hysteria. I know, that's the crazy thing, is they were children. Children. 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old children. If your kids told me that they were being possessed, <laughs> I'd be like, okay. What else is new? Liars. <laughs> Weren't you born that way? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I, I I completely agree with that. And the other thing is weird that is not only were they children, they were girls. Yeah. Were the little boys getting hexed? Uh, no. no. And isn't it funny that most of the people that were executed were women? So most is there a little bit of jealousy here? Obviously, there's some husbands on here. 13 of the 20 that were executed were women and only seven men. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. I know. Okay. And I did most of my research on the why of everything. And why or how could this have happened? Why did it get so bad that 20 people lost their lives by being witches? And who's to say there wasn't long-lasting implications for being accused of being a witch? Like, sure, you're pardoned, but are people still avoiding you? Are people oh, yeah. still, like, oh, she got away with being a witch? Like, 100%. And their lives are were affected for the, the rest of their lives? <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of did a whole thing there. Let alone, like, some of the ways to see if you were a witch oh god (laughs) they thought that witches couldn't drown Mm -hmm. i'm sorry what yeah because the devil wouldn't allow you to to die baptized or whatever yeah Yeah. like your your witch body would be rejected from the water but you were damned if you if you drowned but they Damned said, if you didn't. I so. saw something that said sometimes accidental drownings would occur. Oh no, shit! Well, they tied a giant Bible around their necks. I mean, so yeah, used to say that old crotchety McCrotcheter can even fucking swim to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that too. That old bitch ain't staying afloat for more than four minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they didn't do any of that stuff for the Salem witch trials, though. Just in general for witches. What they yeah, but what they did for the Salem witch trials is they did look for witches marks. I also read about and that. What is a witch's mark? Any fucking weird thing on your body that they could find. A mole. A third nipple. A third nipple. Harry Styles has four a nipples. Mark. Harry Styles has four nipples. Double witch. That, wow. That's impressive. I didn't know that. You should look it up. I'm not yes. sure I want to see that. It's not that weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Of course. Are I they like udders? Like two here, <laughs> two down there? It is, he does have them like ah, under his that's first That's so weird. Two. Harry Styles could have 78 nipples and I would still love that man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyways, back to death. Oh, sorry. Death, death, death. <laughs> okay, so my whole thing was, and I'm more reiterating what you kind of said at the beginning as of, like, you need to put your, your mindset back in that day. Like, as to why it got like this. First of all, you're more than likely a Puritan, which were crazy anyways. Like, literally, religion was their life. They couldn't have a conversation with someone without quoting scripture. I'd never survive. <laughs> I have a if, terrible memory. If you were able to read and had a book in your house, it was the Bible. The supernatural happened everywhere and all the time. And the bad stuff that happened to you was either because the devil did it or because you're a sinner and you deserve it. The devil does not have that much time on his hands. Well, he's got little minions to do that stuff. But I mean, like, so they would blame the devil for, okay, you had a bad crop that year. I got a cold. The devil gave it to me. Oh, my God. I stubbed my toe. The devil did it. So do you do you curse the devil or like do you just not acknowledge that he's there? No, I think it, it is more of a so what they would do, say say you stubbed your toe, you would probably invoke the name of of God or Jesus. Though, oh Jesus, save me from the devil or whatever. Throw out a angel Gabriel or something. Yeah, something like that. Well, that's probably what happened. And Oh, and if you didn't go to church, that was a big deal. Like, people would talk. And that's what happened to one of the ladies uh, that were accused of being a witch. She got sick and didn't go to church for, like, several weeks. So people were like, uh, what's going on here? Why is she not going to church? What's wrong? I bet you she's a witch. She can't walk into church now because she's a witch. There is... A term that they used on here. Hmm. It's court of Oyer and Terminer. Oyer and Terminer. That, that is what they kind of put together. Is that special witch court? Yeah. I forget what. I'll the, get into that a little bit too. As do you have what it's called? Like, yeah, okay. I, I, I've written it I was going to say, I, I saw it like seven <laughs> times and I did not even try and write it down. So yeah. I'm great. No bad. That's all right. So I've got I've I've written down a um a pre-trial timeline. Okay. So we really get into the headspace of where these people are at. So the Puritans came over here and established their own little colony of Massachusetts Bay in the year 1630. I know we're going a really long time away from 1692, but whatever. <laughs> so still, you know, whatever. So, if you don't know, the reason the Puritans came over here is because they were actually persecuted quite a lot over in England. They wanted to practice their own religion. They did not agree with the Church of England. So, they're like, we're just going to go over here and do our thing. And eventually, they were planning to move back to England with, like, super awesome religion. But they just didn't. We're going to one-up your religion with our religion. Exactly. But it's pretty much all the same. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe a little different forms. But yeah. It's kind of like Lutheran, Catholic. Really, it was the Puritans 
didn't think that the Church of England was godly enough. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And Puritans took every word in the Bible to heart. So that's what they really meant. That's why they were called Puritans, because they followed the Bible to the letter. They were pure in the word of God. Puritans. Fast forward seven years, you know, they're living in Massachusetts Bay. They're having some issues, you know. They were actually one of the first colonies to be able to make it rather than die off. Because they actually brought enough supplies. Smart. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Seven years later, 1637 was the beginning of the, I swear, every single episode I don't know how to pronounce something. Uh, Pequot War? Let me see. Pequot? Pequo? Pequo? The Pequo War? Let me see. It's a village. I spelled it right. (laughs) Pequot. Pequot. See, I was right. Look at me go. You got it. Yes. Pequot. Okay. It was called the Pequot War. So it was Native American. It, it, It was really just a massacre. It wasn't even a war. It was a Native American tribe that was kind of warlike. They did not like the Puritans. So they kind of attacked a few of them. I mean, they were asking for it, if that, you ask me. I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> but it, it was violence. So instead of, like, you know, leaving or whatever, they decided to create their own militia and pretty much massacred their village. Not once, not twice, but three times. After the third time, whoever was left alive was either sold into slavery or they just kind of joined the other um, villages further south. Through all of this, about 500 Native American men, women, and children were killed. Oh. Most of them being burned. (gasps) Jesus. I know. That's a bad way to go. That is a horrible way to go. Mm. 1641 was the first year that they established an actual legal code. Okay. So first capital crime was adultery. The second capital crime, can anyone guess? Murder. No. Oh, what? Witchcraft. Where is murder <laughs> on this list? It is. Um, Fifth? Sixth. No, third was blasphemy. Fourth was murder. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Like, and I then, can murder somebody, but don't let me say bad shit about your no. mom. I'd be dead 17 times. I talk shit about my own mom plenty. Well, you wouldn't be allowed to anyways because you're a woman. No. See, I would never survive. No, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be a good time for me. I'm way, I'm a mouthy bitch. There's two more. There was poisoning and then bestiality. Bestiality makes the list? Bestiality was the last on the list. Don't get me wrong. That is messed up. But the fact that it had to be so high. What's the... What is happening? Oh. So which one are you going down for? Bestiality or adultery? Is it like dual crimes like we have now? Or do they just like have a checklist where you're like, "Mm, which one's better? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, man. Early America's fucked. It's crazy. Uh, all right. And <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, through the next few years, there were quite a few Indian wars. There was the first Indian war, which was King Philip's War. 
the Second Indian War, which was called King William's War. Just lots of Indians and, sorry, Native Americans. Americans. Lots of Native Americans and the French were involved and the British and lots of people just killing each other. The Native Americans were like double-crossing the British. They were double-crossing the French. No one knew. It was just going crazy. The Native Americans were raiding like all over the place. So this was a very terrifying time for a lot of people because you could be just living your life. Here's here's a great example. The entire colony of, of Massachusetts, the colony of Massachusetts, the entire population of that colony can fit into a baseball stadium. The entire? The entire population could fit into a baseball stadium today. Like the tin cap stadium. Yeah. That's like four people. <laughs> it's not a lot. And no, and obviously, not. and they were just spread out all over yeah. the place. So they were living in a very, very dark time. They didn't have electricity. They only had candles, if they could even get the supplies for the candles. They had cold ass baths. And it was Massachusetts. So it was cold. But anything could come out of the woods, too. Like they were living in the middle of wilderness most of the time. So imagine you're sitting at at home by yourselves or with your family and all of a sudden like five Native American men come busting in your house and there's literally nothing you can do. And you're white so your food's not seasoned so that you can't even offer them food. They don't want that food anyways. They want to scalp you because you're living on their land. Also, they don't use salt and pepper. They don't know what spices are. Oh, there you go. Have you seen the movie The Witch? No. There's a movie called The Witch. Is that a horror movie? Yeah. That's... Uh, it's... I don't know. Yes, I guess it's considered a horror movie. Um, David and I like to call it the double V itch because of the way that it's put on the cover. is oh. two Vs. <laughs> um, separate. But essentially, I want to say that there is the storyline of... A family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. Hmm. That sounds par for the course of New England. It seems... uh, When I watch scary movies, I don't necessarily watch them because I'm too afraid. So you really have to watch this movie because apparently it gets scary. I've heard it's super disturbing. I didn't watch it close enough to know that. But essentially it's the whole thing of they're literally in the middle of the woods. So Oh yeah, no. Mm Judson already does weird things once you get scared. (laughs) It's my favorite thing about you. I grab my boobs. (laughs) The best. I grab my boobs when I'm scared. It's a habit. I've always done it. I don't realize I'm doing it until uh, my hands are on my boobs. I don't even know why. It's like, who thinks, who, how is that? It's an interesting reflex. Tyler cocks his fist back like he's going to punch you. I grab my boobs. (laughs) Self-preservation. I put my hands up here. (laughs) Yeah, no. Around my face. Straight boobs. Oh, that's so funny. Good. But no. yeah, it just made me think of like you're having dinner with your family on mm-hmm. your family farm and there are no Native Americans that come out and slaughter this family, but, no, but um she does eventually give her soul to the devil. So well, spoiler see. alert, sorry, Darn. we're back. Sorry. It's only been out for 
Um, let's see. Choo, 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 choo. I, why can't I see when this <laughs> came out? It's been out a hot second. At least five years? At least five years. Okay. Then, yeah, you've, if you haven't watched it yet, sorry. 2016, four years. Ooh. It's mm. a cutoff. It's a cutoff, but okay. yeah. We're getting close to that. Cover your ears, I guess. That's fine. It's too late. It- <laughs> Whatever. I also um, like to read spoilers on scary movies so that I can oh. be prepared for the twist. I just but... don't watch scary movies, which I find I find weird about myself. I like this crap, but I won't watch scary movies. I can kind of watch scary movies. I don't like haunted houses. Mm. I don't need the reality of like haunted houses are fine. Like the haunted jail, I can't do it. I don't like the forest. Chainsaws. Mm -hmm. Chainsaws. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. The kids think it's really hilarious. Yeah, but they've never dealt with chainsaws. Yes, they have. They've done it with me. All right. Anyways, Puritans. We're we're back. Okay. (laughs) We're back again. We're back. And sorry, you guys are used to it. Tangent city man. All right, you're you're sixteen eighty nine. We're getting closer. Even closer. Okay. Was the Boston Revolt. It was a uprising that happened in April against the rule of Sir Edmund Andros. He sounds like a real dick. He was the governor of the Dominion of New England. Oh, then he was. He was yeah. a mass hole. Oh, 100%. He had earned the hatred of most of the local populace by enforcing the very restrictive Navigation Act. Which was basically denying the validity of existing land titles. If you <laughs> owned a land and you had the title, he'd go, no, you don't. Sorry. It's mine. So, <laughs> like, he just, like, rolls in and he's like, hey, I'm important. Mm-hmm. It's all mine. You what, don't get it. What a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would also restrict town meetings. You weren't allowed to have them. Don't know why, but... Why you would have a town meeting is beyond me, but... You know, to discuss witches? I don't know. (laughs) You guys hear any witch murmurs? No? (laughs) All right. Keep your ears up for it. And he also appointed very unpopular people to lead the uh, local militias. So he's just like, what is 18 things that could piss off these people? And I'm going to do them all. I'm going to do those and more. Yeah. He also pissed off the Puritans. There was a lot of them. He pissed them off because, well, he promoted the Church of England. Ooh, so Mm. he was like Samuel What's-His-Nuts in Hamilton, where he comes Uh. over and he's like, hey, Hey. Mm -hmm. um, don't listen to these assholes because they don't know what they're talking about. So he's pretty much- He's him. He's an English plant. Yep, exactly. What a dick. 100%. But it's fine. The, rev- the revolt happened. Yeah. He was kicked out of office. Actually, no one died during the revolt. I was going to say, if there should there should have been mm. one death. No one died. He was put on a ship and sent back to England. But because sure of was. this. Do we have proof that he made it back? No, but he wasn't in charge did anymore. He, did he get so. sent to live on a farm? Oh. Get sent to live on a farm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he did. <sighs> I mean, they're all dead now, but, you yeah, know. It's fine. Him probably before everybody else. It's fine. 
So from 1689 until 1697, there was no charter in place for Massachusetts. If you guys don't know what a charter is. It's a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bus, but it's also something else. <laughs> in a charter colony, basically Britain would grant a charter to the colony, establishing rules under which the colony would be governed. So it was your entire thing. If it's like your laws, essentially. yeah, all your laws. So you and even your taxes and stuff. So the charter had everything in place. It's like if you make so much money from this, the crown gets this much. You can have the rest. And oh yeah, you can't murder anybody, or you know that kind of stuff. That was not in place for eight years. So you could. Mm. Aside from Jesus rules, mm-hmm. you could do whatever. You could do whatever. Except for if Jesus wouldn't love you anymore because you looked at your neighbor the wrong way. Yes. Ugh. There was actually a new governor that was put into place. His name his name was Sir William Phipps. Fake name. <laughs> Sir William Phipps. Kind of just got placed into this. Like, he was trying. Is he agreeable? He is. He's like a yes man. Perfect. He he tries to appease everybody. So the king tells him to do one thing. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. But the people are like, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like, yeah, I got you guys. You're fine. He's like, yeah, I didn't want to do that either. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's that guy. Am I right? He's that guy. (laughs) So he didn't really do much for anybody. He kind of sucked. But a lot of people kind of liked him because he did end up ending the witch trials. He was the one who went, guys, this is getting ridiculous. You guys need to stop. Buddies, pals, Mm -hmm. listen, I know we're just everybody and their brother and their mother. But like, how about we like slow our rolls? Quit hanging people, because that's, like, the scariest image Mm -hmm. ever is feet. Just dang. But also, the only reason he did that is because a bunch of people were telling him, yo, this is getting real fucked up. So he was like, okay, fine, we'll end it. Be like, we're religious? Yeah. But, like, we're not, like, that religious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we hate the devil, but we don't think witches are actually real. (laughs) He is also, though, he's also the man to kind of blame for it. You can't. You're taking me on a roller coaster ride. I, I like him. I hate him. I like. I know. Him. I hate him. I like him. It's I crazy. Hate him. I know. Because he's the one who created this court of Oyer and Terminator. Yeah, Oyer and Terminator. To hear mm-hmm. and to decide. Yes. So they're the ones who are basically. So in today's, when you have a a trial, you have a jury. They were technically like. The jury and prosecutor and they were like everything. They wore all the hats. Yeah. But Phipps was the one who was like, okay, you guys need to like assemble something and then you guys can do these trials. Like, I can't do everything, guys. You gotta do shit too, mm-hmm. even though I started it. See, and, he, and it's, it's the other thing. It's like he didn't 
Okay, so he kind of started it, but he was just going along with what people wanted. He kept hearing hearing things of like, oh my God, these there's witches everywhere. We need to take care of them. We need to go through trial. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you guys take care of that. You do that. I feel like I would have believed it more if like, and I know that after the girls, they probably, like adults were probably like, oh, she looked at me sideways. And like, I think when she blinked, her pupil pupils were dilated Hmm. so i'm pretty sure she's a witch now yeah so i'm sure it like got to that point but how did all of this start from a nine-year-old and an 11 year old your children downstairs got this too the 11 year old is the one who actually started everything and she started it because of her father back in these times we all know men were the head of the households Nope. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Nope. That's why I'm alpha in this house. We all know it. Hey, Tyler, who wears the pants in my house? I do. She just tells me which one's in, the in her house. Oh, in my house. David does. Oh, yeah, okay. That's cute. <laughs> that's cute. I wear them in this house. She just tells me which one to put on. Yeah, well. She's wearing pants. You're wearing shorts. She wouldn't let me. <laughs> Whatever. She wouldn't let me. <laughs> and. So, her, her father, uh, Samuel, Samuel, not good. Started with a P. What's his last name? Parish. Parish. Samuel Parish. Reverend Samuel Parish mm. was actually kind of a greedy reverend. Shocking. Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a land dispute with. It wasn't Proctor. Yes, it was Proctor. At what was her name? Sarah Proctor? Uh, that's Sarah Good. Um, it's um... Elizabeth Proctor. They had a land dispute with Elizabeth Proctor and her husband. So a lot of times they would like encroach on Elizabeth's land. And she was like, yo, guys, back up. This is my land. And he did not like that. And Abigail would have known that. Mm. I guarantee he didn't keep it quiet at home. Also, you know that super famous reverend named Cotton Mathers who was kind of involved in all this? Yes. You know he wrote like 200 books while he was alive? That's a lot of books. That's a lot of books. But in one of his books, he actually described um, a couple of instances that he studied where women were said to have been cursed by witches. And they actually found said witches. So he kind of studied all of that. This reverend had Cotton Mather's books. So he knew what witches were and he knew what the afflicted were like. So that means Abigail probably also knew. So she was probably like, how do I act like a You know what it Mm -hmm. sounds like? It sounds like Papa may have been in on the whole motherfucking thing. One hundred percent. So he killed old Giles Corey, old man. Mm-hmm. Just cuss? Just cuss. It wasn't even that. So the initial three people that they named were Tichuba, mm-hmm. Sarah Good, and Wasn't Tichuba their slave? Yes. Abigail, because she was a twelve year old little bitch. I was gonna say little bitch, but yes. <laughs> Yes. Probably got pissed off at her for something. 
more than likely Tetia, but was probably telling her, no, you can't do that. Your parents said, no, you couldn't do yeah. it. So she was like, fuck you. I'm going to show you what. Basically, it was all down to Abigail and her father, Samuel, who was a reverend. I'm sorry. That just pisses me off more than anything. So when we <clears throat> talk about this, and I think of the movie The Crucible, Winona Ryder played Abigail Williams. So when you say that, all I think of is little <laughs> whore Abigail Williams as Winona, Winona Ryder, Ryder. <laughs> um, who tried to sleep with Daniel Day-Lewis's character. Hmm. Um, wow. Yes. Watch the movie. I, watch the I know. movie. Apparently. I feel like I'm the only high schooler who didn't read the book or watch the movie. Based on IMDb, it only got a 6.3. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Or I'm sorry, 6.8 from users. Wow. But it came out in 1996. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, Daniel Davis in his prime. Probably after this, I'm going to look up to see where I can get it from and watch it. You can watch it on Prime Video. You can oh, rent slash buy from three ninety nine. Oh, it's not like or on Prime. You could go to the library. Ugh. But the the reason it got so out of hand again, and we kind of went over it, is the um, it, it's more like the plea bar the plea bargains where like if you name more people, we'll go easier on you. So it started growing and growing. There was this little bit that Cotton Mather wrote down like everything. There was this one little bit where this woman was accused, and she was an old woman, and she was like, well, I I became a witch. I signed my name in the devil's book because my mother made me. And I was like, so they brought in her mother. And she was like, well, well, wait. Okay, so yeah, all right, fine. I did that. But her daughter's also a witch. And the daughter comes in. <laughs> And it's like, wait a minute, I'm a witch? I didn't even know. Grandma pulled the double fucking whammy. She was like, oh, you're going to throw me under a bus, bitch? I'll kill your daughter. I don't care that she's my granddaughter. I'll kill her. Yeah. Oh, shit. So she, yeah, the she came in and was like, wait, I'm a witch? I didn't even know. How could you do this to me, mom, grandma? Come on. That is the single pettiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And I now love that woman. That is amazing. Like, how much self-preservation must you have to be like, I don't know about that little granddaughter of mine, but that bitch looks like a witch. Hang her. Hang her. I saw her pointy ass shoes in her closet. So now my question is, if you were accused, Jensen, of being a witch, I was like, okay, so you're definitely a witch. But if you name someone else, we'll go easy on you. Who would you name? Tyler Gurney. (laughs) Tyler. (laughs) Aloysius Gurney. I knew it. That's not his real middle name, so we'll have to find another one. Um, No, uh... Let's see if we're gonna go. Does it have to be somebody like I know personally? Yeah, you would have to know them personally so they can like see that. Okay, so obviously this person like made you do this. They made you sign your name in the book or whatever. I can name several people, but you, and many people did name several I people. I don't want to say. 
That's you don't have to say like their names. <laughs> and I would feel really good about it. I would just be like, "Sucks to suck." Bye. <laughs> so you would only name people you don't like. Yeah, and I mean it's so hard though because like you literally have to live with that on your conscience for the rest of your life. I don't uh-huh. care how Puritan you are, like. You, you take that to your grave. You see that person hang because of something you said. How do you live with yourself after that? Well, I guess if you're alive, who cares? Oh, I have a conscious. I know I sound, I seem really heartless and <laughs> like I don't give a shit, but there's something beaten in there. I swear to God. <laughs> I know. We gotta remember what what it was like for them back then. I mean, they were barely hanging on and surviving anyways. I mean, they could be killed at any moment. And if there was one thing that you could do to survive, you were going to do it. Not very Christian-like. Well, clearly, but... Motherfuckers need but it's very human-like. Self-preservation, I get it. Like yeah. That is the number one thing any person would do. And unfortunately, so I say name someone, but we know lots of people in this day and age. Back then, if the entire population of Massachusetts could fit in one freaking stadium, you didn't know that many people. That's true. So you didn't have many people to name other than probably friends and family. I mean, name drop that that aunt. That. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay, so... I think this is enough. I think you've gotten a lot of information about the Salem Witch Trials, and I bet it was very entertaining for you. But if you want to take a little deeper of a dive into the Salem Witch Trials, I suggest listening to Aaron Mankey's... I love Aaron Mankey, by the way. I've said this before. He does. He's the one that does the podcast lore. Love it. But... He also does another podcast called Unobscured, and the first season of Unobscured goes really deep dive into the Salem Witch Trials. He contacts different historians and that are like experts on the subject. So it's really, really great if you want to learn a lot more about it. Uh, If you would rather read on the subject, I took a lot of my information from an article from The New Yorker. Basically, all I did was search up Salem Witch Trials and it came up. I also took some information from History.com and from the Smithsonian. Did I say that right? I feel like Smithsonian. I, Smithsonian. I feel like I said that funny. Smithsonian. <laughs> You're saying Smithsonian. Smithsonian. So I always I always end the show with a joke. Taryn normally tells the joke. But I found fun jokes. Are they Salem jokes or just jokes? They're witchy jokes. (laughs) That's good jokes. What's the favorite subject of young witches at school? Spelling. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I I love these. These are like taffy wrapper jokes. And they're they're my favorite. Where was the other one that I saw that was really funny? Why won't a witch wear a flat cap? I don't know. Because there's no point in it. Ah! (laughs) Oh, what a picky bitch. Joke's hand, joke's hand. Okay, one more to end the episode. 
How can you make a witch itch? I don't know. You take away the W. Oh, there it is. <laughs> All right, that's the end of our show. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to hear Jensen on the show more often, please let me know. I'll make her come over and do this more. I do clearly enjoy talking, so (laughs) sorry about the tone of my voice. I was born with it. Don't be sorry. Maybe it's Maybelline. It's your charm. (laughs) It's something. (laughs) If you would like to hear my husband on an episode sometime, please let me know. Yes. Maybe if we get enough people who say, (laughs) yeah, we'd like to hear him come on. Maybe he'll actually come on and join me for an episode. Thank you for joining. Please, if you want to get a hold of me, email me at heather at fortwardpodcast.com. You can also get a hold of me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, even though I don't get on Twitter very often. You can still try. I might get on there and see something. But we're at Fort Weird Pod on all three of those things. And that's all she wrote. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> The existence of this 